Simmons, the incredibly popular fitness guru and star of Sweatin' to the Oldies, has not been seen since 2014. Uh, Simmons has only released a handful of statements since 2014, and they've always been through his manager or on social media posts. However, after a biographical movie based on his life was announced, Richard Simmons released a statement on Facebook speaking out against the film. This is such an interesting story to me, not only because of all the mystery around what really happened to Richard Simmons, what's really going on, but also because of who is involved in this film project. Um, so let's get into it. Let's start with just kind of recapping about Richard Simmons. Okay, so in 1988, he released Sweatin' to the Oldies. And this, I mean, this put him right in the public eye. It was massively popular. I think it's still the most popular or successful home workout video of all time. It made like over $200 million. I mean, this thing was crazy, crazy popular. I, I feel like everyone's probably heard of it. Um, I'll go ahead and give y'all a little preview of what this looks like. So here's Richard Simmons in Sweatin' to the Oldies. I mean, everyone knows, I feel like everyone knows who he is. I mean, he's been on memes. He was all over late night TV do, doing interviews, doing exercises. I mean, he's a super popular guy. Super, from what I understand, really, really nice guy too. Um, but also incredibly, incredibly popular. So this was through the, the 80s and 90s and even into the, the 2000s a little bit where he was still um, in the public spotlight. But then in 2014, with really no warning at all, he just disappeared, uh, which is which is kind of crazy. So this led to all kinds of speculation, right? There were rumors that uh, his housekeeper was holding him hostage in his own home. Uh, there was another rumor that he had uh, undergone a, uh, a sex change operation and was now living as a woman named Fiona. So there's all these crazy rumors going on about Richard Simmons. Um, and in 2016, so two years after he disappeared, uh, he actually did a phone interview to deny all those rumors and say that, you know, he's doing fine and he's just enjoying his privacy, right? So that happens in 2016. Now, remember, the last we really saw of Richard Simmons this is kind of what he was looking like. Well, this is, I guess, an earlier picture. I don't know. I think this is like in the early 2000s. Richard Simmons wearing a shocking amount of lipstick, quite honestly. Um, and then here's another picture. He's clearly getting older, right? I mean, at, at this point, I think he's I think he's 70. Yeah, he's 75 right now. So so he's an older guy. And supposedly his, his health had started deteriorating a little bit, right? Um, but anyways, he disappears in 2014, does the phone interview in 2016. The only, the only picture that we have of Richard Simmons allegedly since he disappeared in 2014 is this one. Uh, and this is Richard Simmons under a blanket coming back from a hospital visit where he supposedly was being treated, uh, for indigestion. Um, I don't know. To me, when when you're hiding like this, when you're hiding your face like this, it certainly doesn't help with the rumors that you have transitioned to a woman 
named Fiona. Um, I don't know. I also think that's a really weird name to choose because to me, it just reminds me of Shrek. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. This is the last alleged photo we have of Richard Simmons since his disappearance um, in 2014. He did make a statement through his representative uh, in 2022 uh, and also uh, did a Facebook post just basically saying, hey, I'm fine. I'm happy. I'm enjoying my privacy. Right. That was in 2022. Uh, that was after a full six years of absolute silence. So he did the phone interview in 2016, made the statement through his representative and Facebook post in 2022, a full six years of nothing from Richard Simmons. In 2023, in July of 2023, his rep made a statement just acknowledging his 75th birthday. And that was in 2023. And then the movie gets announced. The movie gets announced that they are they're they're making this this film based on his life, starring Pauly Shore. Now, I think that Pauly is literally the perfect fit for this role. I mean, they look very very similar. Uh, Pauly, if you if you pay attention to to Pauly's social media, he's actually like really campaigned hard uh, to star Richard Simmons in in this biopic. So they they announced this movie, and that is when Richard Simmons decides to break his silence again um, and make a statement criticizing the movie. Um, so let me go ahead and pull up the first statement that that Richard Simmons made. So so here it is. It says you may have heard they may be doing a movie about me with Pauly Shore. I have never given my permission for this movie, so don't believe everything you read. I no longer have a manager, and I no longer have a publicist. I just try to live a quiet life and be peaceful. Thank you for all your love and support, Richard. So this was this was a Facebook post. I know it says that it was made five hours ago, but it was actually about six hours ago. This was today. Today, uh, Richard Simmons made this statement about this new biopic based on his life. Um, Pauly Shore, interestingly enough, he also made a statement, and, and I'll get to that this morning, but that was the statement that Pauly Shore made was actually much earlier this morning, so I don't know if this was in response to the statement that Richard Simmons made on his Facebook. I, I don't think it was. I think it was just like an independent statement that Pauly Shore made. Okay, so Richard Simmons makes this first statement, and then he goes on to say, second Facebook post, and this just happened two hours ago. Um, Richard Simmons said, hello, I've received quite a few media inquiries about the authenticity of my post. I have not had a manager or publicist for years. So repeat, repeating the statement he had made earlier in the day. If there are any more media inquiries, please email them through the contact page on my website, at richardsimmons.com. Love, Richard. Now, I do know that Richard Simmons still has staff members that post on his social media. I don't know if Richard Simmons actually typed out this statement himself or if this is something that a staff member did. Um, but either way, he obviously has a problem uh, with this movie. Now, Based on what I read from the statement, 
I don't think he necessarily has a problem with with Pauly Shore uh, playing him. It sounds like it's just he has a problem um, with the production company never getting his permission uh, to do this this movie. But let me let me read the statement that that Pauly Shore made also. Um, and and again, this happened this morning. This is a statement from Pauly Shore this morning, um, and it says. Pauly says, I'm really excited about sharing Richard Simmons' life with the world. We all need this biopic now more than ever. Simmons represented represented mental health, getting people in shape, and being his authentic, silly self. Whenever he was on TV, you could never take your eyes off of him, and he brought such a joy to his appearances that represented nothing but a good time. So that's the statement that, that Pauly Shore made this morning. Interestingly enough... There's also a short film that's coming out called The Court Jester, uh, which is also starring Pauly Shore as Simmons. It has nothing to do with the film that they're working on, but it's going to be premiering at the Sundance Film Festival uh, on January 19th, so so two days from now, and then it's gonna it's gonna go to YouTube. It'll be right here on YouTube. This this short film called The Court Jester, starring Pauly Shore. Here's what's really really interesting i was hanging out with paulie shore uh monday night um i can't i don't think i can really talk about where or why i was hanging out with paulie uh, but you could probably figure it out uh if you just do some some google searches on it um but yeah i was i was hanging out with him um he actually mentioned that he was going to be traveling to the sundance film festival uh for uh you know, a movie premiere this weekend. Uh, so I didn't really know, and I don't think anything had really come out at that point um, about, you know, Richard Simmons, whether he approved of, well, of course it hadn't because he just made the statement this morning. I'm, I'm literally kind of finding all of this out as we go y'all. So I apologize if I seem like a little scatterbrained, but it's, it's just kind of shocking to me that I literally talked to Polly on Monday night and now this statement is coming out from Richard Simmons about a movie that Paulie is starring in about Richard Simmons' life. It's just, it's just all kind of crazy. Um, I, I've and and I've um, you know I've hung out. This isn't the first time I've hung out with Paulie. I've I've uh, I've hung out with him a couple times actually. I'll I'll show y'all some uh, some other pictures that I've got of me and Paulie. Actually, a video of me and Paulie that's really really funny. At least I think I think it's super funny. Paulie kind of roasted me a little bit, um, but yeah, I, I think it's very funny. Uh, but yeah, so so this is all just really really interesting to me. Um, if you don't know, I don't know anyone who doesn't know who Paulie Shore is, but obviously super super famous dude. Um, he's acted in a ton of movies. He really got his start uh, way back in the day on on MTV. This is a, an old picture of Paulie, obviously. Um, and he was just like a, like a video jockey. I would say like one of the first super famous, uh, personalities to, to come out of MTV. Um, and then he went on and, and did a bunch of movies, obviously like Encino man, son-in-law in the army. Now my personal favorite, uh, goofy movie and the sequel. Um, he was, he was in those two. Uh, he was in a recent Netflix movie as well, I believe. And then of course he did that, uh, that wild documentary, Pauly Shore is Dead, which um, was 
really interesting. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, he's he's been around for a long time. Super funny, dude. He's also a stand-up comedian. He actually um, owns the Comedy Store, probably one of the most famous comedy clubs in the world, other than maybe the, the Comedy Mothership here in Austin. Um, but yeah, he owns the, the Comedy Store, which has been around for years um, out there in Los Angeles. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's a really, really nice guy, really funny guy. Uh, Paulie's always been very, very kind to me. Um, I've gotten to, you know, open up a show for him. That was one of the coolest experiences. This is, uh, me and Polly uh, when he did a, a sold out show here in San Antonio. I mean, we had an absolute blast. It was so much fun. People, I mean, Polly's fans, Richard Simmons fans love him. Polly Shores fans love him. I mean, he's still relevant. I mean, he's been around for God, like probably close to 40 years. He's been famous. Uh, and people still love him. I mean, he still sells out shows. I mean, he did the Joe Rogan experience recently as well. He performs all over the country. Um, and now he's going to be starring in this movie about Richard Simmons' life. And, and apparently Richard Simmons has a problem with that. But this guy is an accomplished actor. Um, I mean, critics critics are not terribly kind to uh, to Pauly Shore's movies. I mean, there's like a super famous line from, uh, I think it was from Roger Eber when he reviewed like Encino Man or Son-in-Law or something, just absolutely roasting Polly in his review. But still, the guy's a star. His, his has been incredibly successful. His his movies are cult classics. Um, so I I don't know. I I really don't think it's it's the fact that Richard Simmons has a problem with with Polly Shore playing him uh, in this movie. It seems to me like Richard Simmons just has an issue with um, no one got his blessing to do it, which I mean, that that makes sense. You know, I, I can I can sort of understand that. But at the same time, why throw Paulie under the bus in the statement? I, I just I didn't really see the need for that. And. With how similar Pauly Shore looks to Richard Simmons, like a younger Richard Simmons, obviously, but with how similar they look, I mean, he's the he's perfect to play the role. You know, I just, um, I don't know. It just seems weird that he would like bring Pauly's name into it in his statement. But you know, that that's obviously that's obviously like his prerogative. You know. Um, so he can do whatever he wants. He's, he's Richard Simmons. But at the same time, it's like, dude, you've literally been out of the public eye since 2014. You've made only a handful of statements through your manager. And apparently you don't even have a manager or publicist anymore. So you've been completely off the grid, but now you have a problem with them making a movie about your life. I just, I don't really get that. I don't, I, I don't get it. Um, there, there's a couple good questions here. Um, Nuria, Nuria asked, uh, if Pauly Shore owns a comedy store. Yes. Yes, he does. You can look that up too. Obviously his mother, Mitzi Shore owned the comedy store for years and years and years. And then when she unfortunately passed away, um, the comedy store went into, from what I understand, a trust and Pauly is the trustee of that trust that, uh, that now owns, uh, the comedy store. So Yes. This is a great question from Candace. Did they try to get his blessing or input? 
here's the thing. So the production company that's doing this movie is uh, a company called the, I, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, the Wolper Organization. And they did release a statement and said that while they would love to have Richard Simmons involved, they respect his desire for privacy and plan to produce a movie that honors him, celebrates him, and tells a dramatic story. So it sounds like they probably have tried to reach out to him. I don't know for sure. And it's it's not it's not terribly definitive based on this statement. Um, they also said that they know Richard Simmons is a deeply private person and they would never want to invade that. However, he is an amazing person that changed millions of people's lives and the effect he has had on the world needs to be recognized. So to me, it sounds like they probably did reach out. But if the if the dude doesn't have a, a manager or a publicist anymore, I mean, I don't even know how you would get a hold of him other than through his website, which he said in his statement. Like, if you want to reach out, if you want to contact him for media inquiries, you can go to richardsimmons.com. I mean, that's... I mean, how do you manage all of, you know, the messages that you're going to get on that website? You know, um, Indigo Twin said uh, he wants privacy without asking his permission. They could twist anything about his life or their film out of context. I agree. I'm not disagreeing with that. But at the same time, you don't have to get anyone's permission to make a movie. You, you don't. Um, which... I mean, regardless of how you feel about that, whether you think that's ethical or not, I don't know. Um, I guess that's, I guess people probably have a lot of different thoughts and opinions about uh, on that, but it's the same as, you know, someone writing a biography today about a historical figure. Well, you didn't get their permission, you know, um, you didn't, you could write that biography however you want, but the fact of the matter is you still have the ability and the right uh, to create that piece of literary work, if you will. I don't know. Um, this is an interesting comment for, uh, comment. Hello. Comment from David Harris. I thought I read that Paulie had been playing phone tag with Richard. Kind of interesting. Um, I, I don't know if that's verified or not, David, uh, wouldn't like, like I, I feel fairly confident that a lot of people, have tried to reach out to Richard Simmons and he just doesn't, he doesn't want to talk to anyone. He essentially wants to be left alone and, and have his privacy. Um, Candace is saying if Richard Simmons didn't want to be involved and it's on him, if he doesn't like how it turns out kind of sad, but true, that's kind of, that's kind of my opinion on it. You know, um, if, <laughs> if you're worried about how you're going to be portrayed in the film, I'm not saying Richard Simmons has to get personally involved, but get a representative involved, you know, have some sort of say in it. And, and it sounds like Pauly Shore and the production company would like his input. But at the same time, they're respecting his privacy. They're not going to hound him. They're not going to break into his house and force him to force him to tell them what he wants in the movie. You know, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a weird situation because obviously he wants the maximum amount of privacy, but at the same time, he wants them to get his permission to make this movie, which I feel like he's not going to give his permission to make a movie. 
you know, because he wants to maintain that privacy, but he also won't do any interviews. Won't, um, I mean, has only made, like I said, a handful of public comments. I don't know. It, it's just, it's, it's a really, really strange scenario here, but I, I mean, just because someone wants privacy doesn't mean you can't make a movie or write a book about them or do a podcast about them. We all still have that ability, um, whether they, unfortunately, like them or not. Um, Indigo Twin commenting again, he wants privacy. A biopic would bring him back into the spotlight in some way, including working with the industry, industry excuse me, which he doesn't want to do. Once again, he obviously is not involved in the movie. Sounds like he doesn't want to be involved in the movie. And while you're right, Indigo Twin, it will bring him back into the spotlight to a degree. Um, he doesn't have to do anything or respond to anyone or make any statements whatsoever. So it's really just going to be people trying to look up information about Richard Simmons. That's probably more so what's going to happen uh, with this movie. Um, Leanne thinks they should just leave Richard alone. I don't disagree with that. I, I do think that they have to, or they should not, they have to, but they should ethically reach out to try to get his permission or his input or his blessing or whatever you want to call it. Um, but after they've tried, it, it's kind of, you, you know, it's out of Richard's hands at that point. If, if he doesn't want to communicate about it, if he doesn't want to be a part of the process, then it, it, it really isn't up to him anymore. You know, I, I still, you know, obviously there was that, there was that podcast that came out a few years ago called, uh, missing Richard Simmons. I don't know if any of y'all listened to that. That was, I listened to a few episodes of that and that was super, super interesting. Just these guys, these podcasters trying to figure out what actually happened to Richard Simmons. Is he even still around? Because like you, you think about a, a figure or a star or a personality like Richard Simmons. If he's gone, none none of his products uh, are going to be in demand or popular anymore. It's kind of like, to me, it's kind of like Oprah, right? Without Oprah, there is no O Network. There is no Oprah Winfrey show. She is the brand. Um, Richard Simmons is the brand. And so I've often wondered, like, is he already gone and his staff or his family or his representation is just hiding it from us? I've wondered that myself because it's easy. It's easy to post on, on social media. It's easy to make statements through a manager. The phone interview in 2016, obviously, you know, that's a little bit different I mean, you can fake a voice still. Um, but that, that to me, you know, would indicate that at least as recent as 2016, Richard Simmons was still alive, but then he was just completely silent. I almost said dead silent. That I don't want to say that when we're talking about this particular subject. He was almost silent. He was completely silent, I should say, from 2016 until 2022, six years. And then he pops up making statement th statements through his manager on social media. But we haven't seen him other than that blanket picture, and we haven't heard his voice. I mean, in 
now it's been, uh, well, we're closing in on eight years. So is Richard Simmons even still alive? You know, that that's my biggest question. Um, I, I certainly there's a lot of people who would have a vested interest in people still believing that he's alive. There's a lot of people that have an interest in that. All the, you know, he clearly has staff that post on, on social media for him. Um, so those, those folks at the very least are interested in keeping him alive. Um, I don't know what kind of family he has. I didn't do a whole lot of research on that. Um, just because I was more interested in his reaction to the movie itself. But, you know, there's a lot of people that are still very interested in, in making sure that the public believes Richard Simmons is still alive. Um, anyway, getting back to, to Pauly Shore, that's, that's what I want to get back to now. So, like I said, I've had uh, a couple of interactions with Pauly Shore and I wanted to play, um, a quick clip for y'all of a, uh, an interview. Well, an interview that I did as part of a podcast, uh, and this was about seven months ago. And now I opened for Pauly. Boy, that would have been like uh, two years ago, probably. I opened for him here in San Antonio, and then I uh, I did this interview with him about seven months ago. So I'm going to play this for y'all, and you'll see why I think this is this is so funny. So let me go ahead and get this pulled up, and y'all can. Y'all can watch Pauly Shore roast me um, on arguably right now the most famous stage in the world. So this happened at the Comedy Mothership, Joe Rogan's Comedy Club in Austin, Texas, on as part of the Kill Tony podcast, which is the number one live podcast in the world. They just sold out Madison Square Gardens in New York. They did two sold out shows in Austin for uh, for New Year's Eve. I was at both of those shows. I mean, this is one of the biggest, if not the biggest, live podcast in the world. Um, I mean, so million, uh, at least a million people saw this happen where Pauly Shore roast me. So let me, let me, just, you know what? I, I need to stop explaining it and just go ahead and show y'all. Here you go. Uh, she went through my phone uh, and I couldn't stop her because I was, you know, like kind of passed out. Right. And um, I woke up and my. I was stuck to my sheets. I woke up and I was stuck to my sheets and I thought like, I don't know what I thought, but I like pulled the sheets away and immediately started gushing blood. Oh, fuck. And, uh, she stabbed you when you were passed out? Yeah, dude. Oh yeah. my God. And she stayed. She stayed. She was there in bed with me. And I was like, why am I bleeding? What happened? And she was like, oh, uh, you got cut. <laughs> this yeah, is a true clearly, story, by the way. Clearly, I, I got cut. What happened? And she was like, well, I, I stabbed you. And then you were like, why? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Okay, obviously. yeah, keep going, keep going. I mean, I, I, I pretty much knew what had happened, you know. Like, right. I knew I deserved this is it, why guys. You, this, like, I knew. This is why your phone passcode should not be 6969. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to pause it there for one second. Um, so some of y'all, if you've watched uh, my podcast, you know, for a while, some of y'all have actually heard me tell this story uh, on on an, another episode that I did a while back, a long time ago, actually. So I've told this story before, and j just to give some context, uh, this is an ex-girlfriend um, that got very upset at me one night after going through my phone, and as I 
you know, was explaining to uh, Pauly Shore and Eric Griffin and Tony Hinchcliffe and, and Brian Redman, uh, she got so upset that she stabbed me. And that's that's the long and the short of it. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna continue playing it here. You don't have to tell everyone that, Tony. It's actually 4269. So. Oh wow! Incredible. So uh, you went to the hospital? No. No. What no, you no, do? No. You just you can't go to the hospital for that. Can special. we see the stab wound? I think you're a fucking liar. Oh, there we shit. go. He yep. pulls it oh. straight up. That's a <laughs> tattoo of a chick, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> on on the Where's... on the top of a knife. What? Jesus, Polly. <laughs> It's like right up in here. Can you see it up in Polly here? Polly Shore is getting up out of right his chair to come inspect it. There you go. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. So there, if, if you couldn't really hear Polly, he said, there's no stab. He's a liar. So Polly doesn't believe me. Now, keep in mind, <laughs> I had already opened for Polly at a comedy show before this interview ever happened. Right? So Polly already knows me. We've interacted. We've got pictures together. We had, you know, long conversations. Um, so, yeah, he knows me. But I think, you know, what what's happening here is I made the decision, you know, that I wasn't going to break the fourth wall and let the audience know and let, you know, the uh, the, the YouTube listeners know that, um, you know, I knew Polly. I wasn't going to do that. We're just going to pretend like we've never met, right? I did not expect Polly to listen to my story, which is true. And then call me a liar and then make me <laughs> pull up my shirt so that he could check for a scar. Um, okay, so I'm going to keep playing it. Polly's looking for the evidence over here. And then he comes back. Polly's <laughs> pulling an OJ Simpson. He's like, that's not it. No, no this is the, the worst version of CSI Miami right here. <laughs> <laughs> Polly like, ha! Law, law and order STI over there. <laughs> it, it was a butter knife, Polly. So that's that's the interaction that I had with Polly about that was about seven months ago that that happened. Um, but once again, like after after the interview was done, after the show was over, we you know uh, shook hands. Uh, I mean, I know he this was all in good fun, and this was really just for the entertainment value of the story and then him calling me a liar and coming over and looking for the scar. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I was not upset by this at all. I had no problem with it. Um, I just thought it was, I, I thought it was a, a really, really funny moment. And and now I've got this picture of me and Polly to, to memorialize or memorialize. Is that it? Whatever, whatever the word is there. Um, our, our, our little interaction here. And and Polly did touch me. I didn't have a problem with it. It was fine. Nothing nothing happened. Um, anywho, okay. So this all happened with Polly um seven months ago. Like I said, he's never been anything but kind to me. I think I already showed did I already show this picture? I think I did. Um of of me and Polly. Um oh yeah, yeah, this was in San Antonio. Okay. So, always had good interactions with Paul. He never had an issue with him. Um, and then I had this conversation with him on, on Monday night. Um, still very, very nice to me. You know, remembered me from, you know, the, the stab story and then doing the shows in San Antonio. And he, he was just super friendly, super kind. Um, 
and and you know explained that he was going to be going to Sundance Film Festival. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's just um, it's so weird that all of this is is coming out right now. Um, I don't know. Like like I said, I understand that Richard Simmons wants to have his privacy. I get that. Totally, totally, totally get it. Um, but I don't think that you vilify Pauly Shore for starring in a biopic that someone's going to make anyway. I mean, they've already made this short film that's going to be right here on YouTube. And so, like, why why drag Pauly's name into it? That's the part that I don't really get. Um, why not just say, Hey, I have a problem. I have a problem with <laughs> this movie being made. They didn't get my blessing. Just say that don't drag Polly into it, but then also kind of recognize, uh, you know, and, and he's 75 years old. Who knows how his health is now? Who knows what his cognitive abilities are now? Um, but you can't really have your cake and eat it too in a situation like this. If you don't want to be involved, if you don't want to pick up the phone, if you don't want to, you know, be on set giving your your direction and and advice and insight while they're making this movie, that's fine. That's totally fine. That is Richard Simmons' prerogative. But like I said, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You don't have to be involved, but you also can't just say, I don't want the movie made at all. I'm not going to be involved in the movie, but I don't think they I don't think they should make it. That's no, that, that's not how, that's not how entertainment works, you know? Um, and I understand, I understand that, you know, someone like Richard Simmons just wants his privacy at this point. Um, I get that, but, um, I, I just, I don't think, um, in a scenario like this, you can refuse to be a part of the movie. Um, and then also have a problem with them making the movie. I just, I, I just don't see how that makes sense. Uh, but once again, we we've we've heard from multiple sources that you know Richard Simmons has you know some some pretty serious health problems. Um, we know that. I mean, he was he was such a star. Um, you know, early on, and apparently. You know, when he was younger, he he actually battled um, eating disorders, and that's kind of what led to his obsession with fitness. Um, he was he was on the heavier side when he was younger, and then developed an eating disorder because of bullying, apparently. Um, and then you know, turned into a fitness guru, which is which is really cool. Um, but also, so so here's here's another thing that that's come about uh, come up about Richard Simmons. So. Um, there was a statement that was made, um, during the, the documentary that TMZ made about Richard Simmons. Um, and they say that Richard Simmons had to have a right knee replacement that left him in a lot of pain, apparently. And after the right knee replacement, he didn't want to get a left knee replacement too, because of how difficult the first knee replacement was. So he got the right knee replaced, didn't get the left knee replaced. And according 
to uh, Harvey Levin, who runs TMZ, he said that we know still to this day, Richard Simmons has not gotten corrective surgery on his left knee. He walks with a cane. This is still Harvey Levin speaking. He walks with a cane, and that explains a lot. He's just not the same guy anymore. And according to Harvey Levin, that is why Richard Simmons disappeared from the public. And once again, quoting Harvey Levin here, he wanted to be remembered as vibrant and healthy, not an elderly man with medical problems. So according to Harvey Levin, that's the only reason that he's not still in the public eye is because, you know, he's, he's suffering from medical conditions. Um, and maybe that's true. Maybe, maybe that's why, maybe he just got tired of all the attention. I, I mean, realistically, who knows? Um, it's really just speculation because Richard Simmons hasn't made any statements about it. I mean, the statement that his, his manager made in August of 2022 said, Quote, Richard is eternally grateful for the continuous outpouring of love and gratitude he has received from across the globe. He is happy, healthy, and living the life he has chosen to live. This was in August of 2022. Right after his representative, his manager made that statement, Richard Simmons followed up with a Facebook post and said, thank you everyone for your kindness and love. Love, Richard. That's it. That's all we got. And there's just all kind of inferences that you can draw from the statement that his manager made. Um, he's living the life he has chosen to live. I feel like that's why, you know, the 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 sex change rumors are are still so persistent because of statements like that. He's living the life he has chosen to live. Why not just say he's enjoying his privacy? You know, why add that onto it? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyways, I feel like there's there's a reason there's all these rumors. Someone as as famous as as Richard Simmons realistically can't just disappear. People are still going to talk about him. People are going to wonder what happened. It's always going to be. Um a subject that people want to talk about because there's a lot of mystery and people love mystery. Really people just love gossip and love spilling tea. Um, and, and so of course they're, they're going to talk about this thing, you know, um, you know, the, the statement that he made in, in 2023, um, was, was almost nothing in July of 2023 for his 75th birthday. So realistically the, the statement that Richard Simmons made earlier today, on Facebook is the most in-depth statement we've had in, well, since 2016, since he did the phone interview in 2016. This is the most in-depth statement we have from Richard Simmons basically criticizing the movie that's coming out that's based on his life. It's just, um, it's weird. It's really, really strange. Um, this is a great point. DK cripple says could be a conservatorship that no one knows about. That's entirely possible, but I feel like you would be able to look up the court records for that. If I'm not mistaken, 
right? You'd be able to figure out if a conservatorship had, had been established. Um, uh, Leanne, oops, sorry, Leanne. Leanne said that they're still going to do the biopic even without Richard Simmons's permission as of an hour ago. Um, I would love to know where that statement was made. Leanne, if you could drop that in the comments and just let me know where, where you saw that. Um, cause that, yeah, I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm kind of waiting for a statement from, from Pauly Shore. That's, that's really what I would like to see. I mean, he, he did make the statement this morning, but like I said, I'm, I'm almost positive that he made that statement before Richard Simmons said anything on Facebook. Um, that's just, it's just, it's a really, it's a really, really strange um situation oh this is this is completely off topic from chosen nightwolf but i'm gonna go ahead and address it anyway before i get back to paulie shore and, and and richard simmons um thoughts on the artificial intelligence george carlin comedy special it creeped me out i did not watch the whole thing for personal reasons um Actually, it's not even that personal. I I just I honestly I don't want to give that video more views and more engagement. I didn't comment on it. I didn't like it. I didn't dislike it either. Um, but the AI thing, I just it's just it's just really strange. I Me mean, as a performer, as an entertainer, as a comedian, uh you know, they've obviously released a lot of AI-generated songs. I mean, Drake, there was a Drake song that came out that was completely AI-generated. I mean, it, it it was not Drake, and it and Drake did not approve of it. Um, it was just, it sounded like Drake. It was a Drake beat. The lyrics were very similar to Drake's. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, one of my, one of my other buddies sent me um, the, the AI George, George Carlin comedy special, and I don't know. It um for an entertainer it's 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 a little bit <laughs> it's a little scary because the the little that I did listen to it's good. It's good. Um so yeah. Um it kind of makes human entertainers potentially a little bit irrelevant. I mean, when does it go from because obviously this this AI generated George Carlin special, it's it's really just a voice, and then they've got a bunch of AI pictures that are mixed in. So they do like this this montage of AI pictures of audiences of George Carlin of all this other stuff, right? Uh, so it's really just his voice. But how long before they can essentially attach that voice to a hologram on stage, and then we can go to a theater and watch robot hologram George Carlin performing? It's just really strange to me, but maybe that's the future. Maybe that is the future of, of entertainment. I mean, it was years and years and years ago that they, they did a performance and they had a hologram of Tupac on stage. And I think they've done the same thing with Michael Jackson and a, and a few others. Um, but yeah, it's um, if that's the future, I mean, there's really nothing we can do to stop it. Okay, so that was a quick little tangent on, on AI technology uh back to Polly shore and and richard simmons uh Polly shore posted on twitter two hours ago dadston says uh can someone copy 
that post and drop it in the comments so I can go ahead and read it. Uh, I'll bring that comment up on, on the screen. If someone can just copy that and, and paste it in the comments, that way I can, um, I can read it. Cause like, like I said, I, you know, I've been <laughs> preparing for this, this podcast for, well, for most of the day um, and new information just keeps coming out. So I know there's a lot that I'm missing here, uh, but it's just, I mean, it's just, it's so crazy. Um, it's really, really crazy, uh, that, uh, that this is all happening in real time. But uh, what was, what kind of blew my mind was like, I told y'all that I, I hung out with Pauly Shore on Monday and all of a sudden Wednesday morning, the internet is blowing up, uh, about a movie that he's supposed to be doing based on Richard Simmons life. It's just, it's just wild. Um, okay. I'm looking up, I'm looking up Paulie's, uh, formerly known as Twitter now X. Um, let's see here. Okay. So I see the post from two hours ago where Paulie Shore says, if you haven't heard yet, my Richard Simmons short is playing at Sundance. The court jester premieres at the cabin park city this Friday, January 19th at 8 PM Pacific. And then the world be, will be able to watch it to world premiere Saturday, January 20th at 6 a.m. Pacific on YouTube, which is very interesting. Oh, there is a picture of Polly playing Richard Simmons. I'm going to see if I can somehow get this pulled up for y'all uh, because this is this is super super interesting but yeah i would love to hear y'all's comments your questions um about this whole situation um you know i've, I've already pulled up uh, a couple things from y'all obviously but but i would love to uh to hear even more um as far as you know what y'all think if if they should halt the project um or if if they should keep going with it uh whether you think um, you know, Richard Simmons should, should have a say and whether the movie even gets made, not whether, whether he gets a say in the creative direction of the movie, but whether he thinks the movie should even exist. Um, I don't know. Uh, I would, I would love to hear y'all's thoughts. And in the meantime, I'm going to try to get this picture pulled up here. I think I can, I think I can share my screen here. Um, and that'll be perfect. Uh, so that y'all can see exactly what I'm talking about. Um, oh, here we go. Okay. Here's a statement. Oh, the, David Harris. This is still the statement from the production studio. Yeah. Just reiterating. They would love to have him involved, but they respect his privacy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let me see here. I don't see, I don't see that anyone has actually posted any other statements, uh, from Pauly or Richard or the production studio other than what we've we've already read. Um okay. Let me see if I can share my screen here um so that y'all can see this uh this picture uh of Pauly Shore. Uh, let's see. Can I get this pulled up? Hmm. Doesn't look like it's going to let me do it this way. Let me try it another way. Let's try this. I mean, it's this, this to me shows exactly why 
Paulie Shore needs to play Richard Simmons, I mean, he's just, he's a dead ringer. Here we go. Look at that. I, I mean, it's perfect. <laughs> that is uncanny how much Richard Simmons and Paulie Shore resemble one another. Uh, and I mean, he's even got like the, the trademark rhinestones on his tank top that Richard Simmons was, was famous for the hair looks great. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you could be mad. Um, that Paulie Shore is, is playing you in this biopic. I, I, he's like a perfect fit for it. Truly. Anyways. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. David Harris found the quotes. I've noticed all the reactions to me playing Richard Simmons in a new biopic. So I reached out to him. I heard he's living deep in big bear. Didn't know that part. We've been playing phone tag. Yes. He still has a phone. I'm trying to make it happen for you guys. Okay. So that was, that was before that was before. I mean, this biopic was even announced. This is while Pauly Shore was still like campaigning really hard to play. Richard Simmons. He's he's posted a ton about it on on his social media. Um so yeah. Oh, this is this is great. So Indigo Twins has watched the the teaser, which I'm definitely going to have to check out. Uh it's like hearing him again. Isn't that cool? Um yeah, let me uh let me see if I can pull up the teaser as well. If anyone's got a link to it, uh that would be super cool. Uh but I'll see if I can just find it real quick uh cuz now I'm interested too. See guys, this is this is why I can't prepare for a podcast in the same day uh, because there's just there's so much that I would have liked to to gather ahead of time. Um, and, and of course, just just was not able to because, um, you know. It, it's literally all happening as we speak. Um, so, yeah, let me see if I can get this pulled up for y'all and we'll go ahead and play it. Let me see here. See what we can do. Share the screen. Bear with me just a second, y'all. Let me see. Here we go. All right. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear the sound or not, uh, but let's give it a shot. Here we go. Oh, the mannerisms are down pat. Oh, this is cool. That's cool, y'all. Okay. I mean, just just that alone, super, super cool. Well, now I'm definitely going to be watching this on January 20th. Probably, probably not at 6 a.m. 
specific standard time, but I'm definitely going to check out the the full short film. And oh, it doesn't have any sound. Ah, bummer. No sound. Okay, that's all right. Um, that'll just be a a big dead airspace in the podcast uh, that I'll go back in and, and edit out later. But anyways, just having seen the trailer, which clearly I cannot play for y'all. Um, I mean, Pauly Shore is is perfect for this role. Um, I'm definitely going to watch the short film. I am. I'm actually very excited uh, to see how the movie progresses. I, I just, I don't, I understand that Richard Simmons wants his privacy, but if they're going to make a movie, which they are, they're going to make the movie at least get your, put, give them your input. Maybe don't be like day to day in the studio on set involved because you value your privacy and I get it. But the least that you could do is, is maybe communicate a little bit about it and make sure that they represent you the way that you want to be represented. You know, I mean, that that's just my thought. But I also understand that there's going to be people out there that are saying, oh, they need to respect Richard Simmons privacy. He obviously doesn't want, you know, this movie being made, blah, 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 blah. I, I I get that perspective too, but to me, they're gonna make movies about Richard Simmons. They're gonna talk about Richard Simmons. They're gonna write books about Richard Simmons. There's going to still be media out there about Richard Simmons, and, and so you can't really stop it. And and I would, to me, it's just like, dude, like. Just give them, give them your input. Maybe you don't, maybe this isn't like your heart's desire for the movie to happen, but at the very least you could steer them in the right direction to something that you're somewhat okay with because the movie's going to get made anyway. So just be involved, even if it's from a distance, even if it's very minimal involvement, just be involved. I don't know. Uh, that's that's just my thought on it. Um, see, I right here. Shelly says it looks like they're starting from the time Richard Simmons was heavy. I'm glad they said they made a respectful film, which that's part of his life. So yeah, I think that kind of stuff does need to be included so you can explain why he was so intent on mental and physical health. It's because he's he's been there. He's been in that place. He was bullied for being overweight. He's been out of shape. And, and so he has firsthand experience with it. And, and it shaped who he was as a fitness guru. You know? Um, I, I, yeah, I think that's all part of the story. It's it's the stuff that you need to talk about. I mean, I I guarantee, I guarantee the most intriguing part of this film <laughs> and it it it's funny to me right um but the most intriguing part of this film is going to be how they explore richard simmons sexuality that is obviously obviously going to be the i, I don't know the hallmark of the movie if you will um that's going to be what generates the buzz is they're going to have to talk about his relationships. 
what he preferred, his preferences, let's call it that. Um, and I mean, y'all, I mean, you, you look at some of the old pictures of, of Richard Simmons, you, you look at how he, how admittedly flamboyant he was. Um, I mean, just his mannerisms, the way he spoke. I mean, there were a lot of rumors about Richard Simmons being gay for his entire career. I don't know. Maybe y'all, maybe y'all know. I don't know if anyone ever fully verified what he identified as, whether it was straight or gay or bi or whatever. I don't think that ever, I don't think that was ever publicly confirmed. I'm sure there's, you know, insiders and people that knew him personally, friends, family, you know, representation, whatever that they probably, they probably know. Uh, but I don't think it was ever publicly confirmed. Uh, David Harris, great question. So if they ever decided to make a movie about me and my journey without my permission, would I be cool with it? Um, I'd want to have input and I'd, I'd also want a piece of that pie. <laughs> um, you know, so I would get involved regardless. That's, that's just my take on it. Um, yeah. I, I mean, there's been all kinds of stuff that's not all kinds. I shouldn't say all kinds. I've, I've received feedback from other people. I've, I've had, you know, people do write-ups on me. I've had, <laughs> there was a podcast that this guy created specifically directed at roasting me. Like he did not have a podcast before created a podcast just to talk shit about me. Um, so, I mean, I've experienced, you know, people, you know, writing stuff, recording stuff about me without my permission. Um, and it's just it's part of it. It's part of being an entertainer, being in the public spotlight. That's just kind of how it goes. And you've, you don't necessarily have to be okay with it, but you better figure out how to deal with it. Um, let's see here. Oh, yes. There was the same issue for Pamela Anderson being upset about, um, I think the name of that show was Pam and Tommy, if I'm not mistaken. A guy I know, um, Adam Ray was in that movie, as a matter of fact. Um, th this is exactly the point that I'm making, Shelly. I wonder if his sexuality is what he once kept private, but it's a different world now, and it's almost impossible to hide something like that. Pop, I mean, maybe that is it. Maybe that's why he's only making these very limited posts on social media. Um, Melissa, Melissa just said that his sexuality never has been confirmed and that I, I couldn't find anything about it. Um, but this is, this is the point that I was making answering David's question. When you become a public figure, you lose some of your privacy and choice in some of those things. It sucks, but it is what it is. And that is exactly the bottom line. I mean, you see these celebrities get upset about, you know, paparazzi being in their face, snapping pictures, all this other stuff, people freaking out about it. Yeah. That part of being a celebrity isn't always awesome. It's not always great. You are now, I mean, when you become that famous, when you reach a certain level of fame, you are constantly under scrutiny for everything you say, do, and write. Everything is under the microscope because I mean, why, that, that's why tabloid rags are so popular. 
people people want to know people want to dig in dissect what you say and do and try to find you know a deeper meaning or something sinister or whatever i mean that that stuff people thrive on that stuff that's what the kardashians built a career on it you know um so that's just that's just what you have to live with as uh, a celebrity um what's obvious isn't asked <laughs> i think that is a comment about um whether richard is uh richard simmons is, is gay or not I could be could be wrong there um but anyways <laughs> great point indigo if they did make a movie about me yes they would need to include the stabbing scene that was a pivotal moment um in my life yes um yeah chosen night wolf there is sound in the simmons trailer at i it, i can't um when i'm streaming it doesn't it doesn't pick up the sound unless i've actually uploaded the video to my stream file and i did not do that earlier today when i was putting everything together for this this live stream so if you want to watch that trailer for court jester starring paulie shore as richard simmons the short film that is premiering this weekend at sundance film festival you can you can look up that trailer on youtube and then you can watch the full short film on youtube uh on the 20th at 6 a.m uh really happy for Polly. you know Polly's obviously been very busy doing stand-up um you know just kind of taking his show on the road a little bit but he hasn't done a big movie in a while where he's the star that hasn't happened in a while and so this is to me this is a, a huge deal um and i'm i'm really happy and excited for Polly. like i said i've got nothing but good things to say about paul he's he's never been anything but kind to me um you know and and i've had several interactions with him and so i'm i'm happy for him i, I wish him all the best in this movie um but yeah i'm definitely looking forward uh to watching the short film and then ultimately um the biopic yes this is true too Michelle said he had a morning fitness cooking show in the late 70s, early 80s. Before he released Sweat to the Oldies, I believe, he used to wear a pink velvet sweatsuit on the show. So you always thought he swung the other way. Either way, you don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That That's the thing. But that's the kind of juicy details that people are going to want to hear in this biopic. I mean, they, you know, they, they got in... And they, they went into a lot of detail when they made the biopic about Freddie Mercury and, and the band Queen, um, if, if any of y'all saw that. Um, relationships were a huge part of what I would say was kind of the 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 father of biopics, Ray. The, movie, the biopic about Ray Charles starring Jamie Foxx, who, I mean, that movie was absolutely unbelievable. I don't really watch a lot of biopics, but the one about Freddie Mercury, the one about uh, Ray Charles, those things were absolutely incredible. Um, so yeah, I mean, I am very excited about Paulie playing Richard Simmons, and this will be another one of the few biopics that I actually watch. So yeah. Um, anyways, I hope I hope they do ultimately get Richard Simmons' blessing for this. I hope. He's able to provide the input that he wants to, if he wants to provide any at all. I mean, that's obviously up to him how involved he wants to be in the production because clearly the studio wants him involved. Polly wants him involved. 
it's really just up to Richard Simmons at this point. But I hope that everything turns out well for Richard Simmons. Obviously, you know, in a perfect world, he would be okay with this movie and he would have input on the movie. But this is not a perfect world, right? Um, and so um, they might not have his permission and he might be really upset when the movie comes out. If that's the case, obviously unfortunate, but I still wish the best for Pauly Shore. Um, I hope he absolutely crushes this role. If the, you know, if the trailer for Court Jester is any indication, he's he's gonna he's gonna nail this role. Uh, I mean, he was he was built to play Richard Simmons. Um, so yeah, really really exciting stuff. Um, but yeah, thank y'all so much for watching. I do have a couple things coming up that I wanted to tell y'all about. I've got some really exciting interviews. I know of the, the last couple episodes have been these live streams where I'm talking about some current topics. Um, but <laughs> that's funny, Carrie. I would want Matt Rife to play me. Yes. Yeah. That, if, if Matt Rife played me in a biopic, um, I could die very, very happy. You know? Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I've got some really cool stuff coming up. Got, got some really interesting interviews coming up with, um, some friends of mine, some people that I don't know all that well, but that just have some really interesting insight on cults, religion, and some other topics that have nothing to do with cults or religion. Y'all probably have noticed that not every podcast episode that I do is specifically about a cult or the impacts of growing up in a cult or the shiny happy people cult or Bill Gothard or IBLP or anything like that. Uh, but I still enjoy doing those types of topics. I, I really do enjoy talking about that. So it'll still be you know, and, and, you know, I'll do episodes on that every now and then, but, but I also like to do episodes like this where I'm, it has nothing to do with a cult. It just is something that either I'm interested in or other people find interesting. So, um, you know, we're, we're going to be doing more episodes on cult stuff, more episodes just on people that I think are really, really interesting. Um, and, and so that'll be, uh, that'll be coming up, but also wanted to let y'all know, oh, we have the merch store still available. Uh, friendswithdavy.com and we are actually uh, there is a new comedy club opening in downtown San Antonio, Texas. We're going to be doing free shows, free shows every Friday at 11 p.m. Um, there's going to be a lot of guest drop-ins uh, from people that I know, friends of mine that are that are in comedy um, that are pretty famous that are going to be dropping through on these shows. The first one is January 26th, um, and it is in downtown San Antonio. You can find uh, tickets and dates at stationcomedy.com. So that's stationcomedy.com uh, for tickets. For more information, visit that website. You can also follow the new club's um, social media at the station comedy club uh so check it out i'm super super excited about this stuff um i mean this is this is probably one of the the coolest things that i've worked on in my comedy career is is this new club that's that's going to be opening up so i'm really 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 excited about that um carrie yes bryce will be on an episode soon um uh that that is one of my oldest and best friends um, he's, he's been going through some personal stuff lately that I don't really feel comfortable sharing without him, uh, here with me. 
So I, I won't really say anything more than that. Um, but he misses doing these episodes. Um, he loves y'all. We've we've talked about it numerous times how much he wishes he could he could still be uh, participating in the podcast. But he will be back. He just had to take some time away uh, for some some personal reasons. Um, any plans for shows outside of Texas, Shelly? At this point, I was doing a, a lot of traveling, um, and I got kind of uh, I got kind of burned out on traveling. I was traveling every weekend there for a little while, um, and it was just taking up a lot of time. Um, and so as of now, no, I do not have any shows outside of Texas, but that will be coming very soon. I just had to take a little break from the traveling because um, I don't know if y'all have lived out of a suitcase for any extended period of time, um, but it's it's just not it's not my favorite thing. Um, so I will be uh, I will be, you know, scheduling some dates in uh, in Florida. Uh, I'll be announcing some stuff that's going to be happening in California, Arizona, looking at Oklahoma as well. So there's going to be some stuff that's coming out. Um, just haven't released any of those dates yet. But yes, thank you, Shelly. We'll be doing shows outside of of Texas. Um, and and please, if there is uh, if there's a place that you would like me to perform, uh, please uh, go comment on um, on one of my social media posts or, or here on YouTube. Um, I track all of that stuff. So that I know where where people want me to go. Um, so yeah, am I coming to Southern Utah soon? Uh, so I actually got invited out to Provo, um, but I turned that down um, because the comedy that I was being asked to do was all clean. And I'm not really a clean comic. If y'all have watched my stand-up clips, I'm not a clean comic. Um, but at some point, yes, I will be in Southern Utah. I promise you that. Um, yeah, Shelly, just come to come to Texas. I'm I, I'm I'm going to be doing regular shows at this new club every single Friday. I'll be there for the foreseeable future, starting January 26. So yeah, come on through. Um, Carrie can understand. <laughs> Carrie can understand why I want to avoid the Midwest. Actually, right now, in case y'all didn't know, it is freezing cold in Texas. It dropped down into the single digits here in Texas uh, this week, which was absolutely miserable. Not fun at all. But um, we're surviving, and the cold is not why I want to avoid the Midwest. I promise. Um, last question from Sandra. Am I single asking for a friend? Um, yes, as always, I'm always single if your friends are asking. Uh, but anyway, y'all, thank you so much for watching. Uh, please follow on social media. Uh, we'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode. I love y'all. Please like comment and subscribe, share it with your friends, and we will see you next week. Love you. Bye.